Hi guys, and welcome back to Sides of the Best Part, a podcast where we learn about the amazing passion projects undertaken by college students that are not related to their major. I'm Lola Ajamo, and our next guest is Amira Walton. Hello. <laughs> you want to talk about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Amira. I'm a senior at the University of Maryland College Park, a psychology and family science double major. Um, passionate about mental health, going to grad school to get MSW. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, a little bit about me. So, show us a bit. So, you said like your project was like hair, YouTube, um, beauty. Mm-hmm. So, could you like dive into that? So, I think that all started in my high school. Really, I just I will I love watching YouTube. I was mm-hmm. watching YouTube in high school before like YouTube was actually ever popping, mm-hmm. and I just love seeing different people. I love seeing different hair things. Like I was, I literally had to go through like a natural hair journey type thing. I mm-hmm. didn't like how my natural hair was. I, I actually got a perm, like all these different things. Mm-hmm. So YouTube was like sort of like seeing another person that was like me to right. so like help me give me some guidance if that's either on makeup or beauty whatever it is um and then after that I was like well I don't really see myself on YouTube like mm. to be honest like um someone that has like type 4c hair um brown skin plus size different things like that that I didn't really get to see right. so I was like oh, that'd be great if I could just you know make a YouTube to share about my own experiences and help mm-hmm. other people out so my freshman year I started actually I started my YouTube probably like two or three times but I officially <laughs> started my freshman year um it was of college like, or high yeah freshman year of college okay. and then I just did like a little introduction video. I think it was the summer after freshman year, I wanna say. Mm. Um, I started filming videos at, no, it was the summer before freshman year, that's what it was. Summer before <laughs> freshman year, I did like an introduction video, I did mm. a video about like what I'm buying for school, and like yeah. um, a clothing haul, different things like that. And that was cool, and that was fun. Um, and then at the end of my freshman year, I did a video with my roommate, Afu, and we did like the, um, background of University of Maryland freshman year what was my experience <laughs> yeah, yeah. which you know I guess I guess you could say it went viral I don't really know mm. but yeah so that was like <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> yes. wait I have seen you that see yes oh my god wait let me tell you I never connected the dots now that you say that I watched that really right before I came Aww. here oh my god that was you you guys lived in like Centerville or something yes, right yes we lived in Centerville <gasps> oh Gosh, yeah. yeah, I've seen that. So okay. that that <laughs> video was like, I think that was the first time I really saw an impact of what mm. a YouTube can do. Like, yeah, yeah. literally after I came back on campus, people were like, oh my goodness, you're that girl. Mm-hmm. You're that, da, da, da. thank you so much. Because like, honestly, we were so raw and real about our yeah, experience. Because yeah, yeah. like, I, going to UMD, I didn't know how it was being a black person there. Mm-hmm. So having that experience was like, and telling our experience, I think was the most helpful thing. And then to see like, people were like, I really appreciate what you're right, doing. Right. Like literally, our oh, after you, it was like, okay, <laughs> I saw you. Like, oh, it was funny. weird. But like, at the same time, I was like, oh, this is great so like I think that motivated me more to do more things so Mm -hmm. I just went into like I did a few makeup videos I did some hair videos um and then it just got to the point where I was like do I really want to do this anymore (laughs) like I love it but like YouTube has gone to like a whole different realm like at first it was just people that were just creating just Mm -hmm. to just to show people how they feel like have them relate to them now it's like people just doing it for a check yeah yeah, people just doing it to get clout or people just doing it to get viral Mm -hmm. I'm just like that's not really my vibe but also I knew for me like if I wasn't fully passionate about it I didn't want to put my like anything on it like yeah literally I would film videos I have videos on top of videos I've never released (laughs) because I feel like they're just not up to the par like Mm. even now like 
I want to restart my YouTube um, just talking about like senior year grad school stuff because I don't yeah. feel like that's talked about as much yeah. in that experience. But like I think my last video came out about a year ago. It was about like updating about my life, turning 21, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a little synopsis of YouTube. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like from the first episode with David, we were talking about how he got into his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And for him, like sort of going off what you said, he was like, I wanted to start it because like, I, I was like, I want to be big mm-hmm. and I want to be this. But then he realized like, I just came from a community college to a big school. Mm-hmm. So like, it's better for me to just do what my life, like yeah. just see where it goes from there. And I think that's such a big thing for a lot of people who want to start YouTube channels because you immediately enter the mindset of this needs to be like um, the highest quality. Yeah. You need to like get a super good camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to like plan out all your content to like the T mm-hmm. and then you're not sure of like where to go. But it's good to see like just how when you're starting a YouTube channel it doesn't take that much. It doesn't yeah. take so much effort. It really just depends on are you putting your passion into yeah. like the things you're working on. For yeah. sure. Even like my first videos, I was still on my iPhone six. I still <laughs> even videos if I film today would be on my iPhone. Mm. And like the only thing extra I did was get softbox like for like mm. forty dollars from Amazon. So, so? <laughs> I feel like that's I think that's if you have that heart though, like if mm-hmm. you have that passion, I think that's what exceeds. Like no matter how many views you get, no matter how people that yeah, comment yeah, back, yeah. that's what really resonates with people. Like I see people now, my own friends doing YouTube and like they resonate with people because mm-hmm. they're being real about themselves and not worried about, Oh, I need to have this, I need to have that. Like they're just talking about their own journey, which I would say is really the most compelling story and what people really attract to for sure. Yes, that's like a really amazing point, especially when you're just talking about like showing your life and your experience. And it's very hard to see people who sort of you can resonate with, especially as like a black woman. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting those people out, getting those faces, getting those people encouraged to get onto YouTube and do things like that. I think that's like a very big important thing that we all should be promoting yeah um so going back to sort of how you said like you've started your youtube and then you had to like sort of fall off for a while Mm -hmm. and then you started again was it do you feel like there are like setbacks that sort of prevented you from being as consistent as you would want to have been with the youtube channel yes of course oh my (laughs) goodness like life like just life. because the thing is for me like youtube is not my main passion Mm -hmm. so with that not being my main passion my first passion comes first and for me that's mental health and achieving becoming a therapist Mm -hmm. and then that means academics come first and everything else and then with like you know my other responsibility and roles it just didn't I, I still love it, mm-hmm. but it's just my time to set aside. Like, I for me, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, I need to know what I'm doing. Yeah, I need same, to film. Same. Like, I know, like, the summer before, I think it was sophomore year, I literally filmed, like, four or five videos. So mm-hmm. that way I could release them every month or every two weeks. And mm-hmm. then I don't have to worry about it. Because, yeah. like, me filming during the school year is just, like difficult (laughs) so (laughs) when I couldn't do that and I also didn't have the internal motivation to like really do it Mm -hmm. um that's where it just started to shift for me um but also just school like I just had it like especially my junior year because I was like when they started doing link down the most like Mm -hmm. I was just going a lot of through a lot of personal stuff I was going through and it just it just wasn't um 
fulfilling for me to like do it yeah but like honestly when i look back at it i feel like if i was actually filming it may have been better to mm. be honest because like, i feel like filming was like my release mm. of like what's going on like i just have a video about like everything that happened during my junior year that i haven't released but it's like it's very personal but i think it's like this back and forth of like how personal do i get but also yeah. like this is gonna help you but you can really relate to people so it's like mm. all these different things um but it's weird because youtube for me it's like that person that i feel no judgment <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. like once you put it out you're gonna have yeah, judgment yeah, yeah. so it's like all these different things but i would just say life got in the way like even now but i think i'm getting more fuel to do it now because mm -hmm. i because of all the experiences i had i'm like i need to share this i need to let people yeah. know what's going on because i know there's people just out there just like me that i don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. don't know how they're feeling are going through this going through that and literally have no one to talk to or feel yeah. like they're alone or isolated so i feel like that's um what's refueling me but just life Life, yeah, yeah. life gets away. College is hard. <laughs> yes. It's so hard. We yeah. have to speak to that. Okay, so we're back at it with another installment of The Best Part of Sides, where I talk about a bunch of unpopular food opinions. Um, once again, if you want to keep up and have your opinion sort of represented, make sure to follow me on Instagram at itsomolola, that is I-T-S-O-M-O-L-O-L-A-A. -O -O -A -A. Okay. So for the first question, I ask, what is your favorite or best ice cream flavor? So we're just going to go through that. Um, cookie dough. Yes, 100% cookie dough ice cream is so good. I'm seeing a lot of vanillas. Um, shout out to my vanilla people. I, um, I kind of think people who like vanilla the best, it's kind of basic, but I didn't say that. You didn't hear it from me. Um, mint Oreo. Um, I used to hate mint chocolate anything until i like ate thin mints like the girl scout cookies so actually i might try like chocolate chip mint chocolate chip ice cream i think that might be good um butter pecan pecan whichever way you say it we have specifically haagen strawberry cheesecake it has to be haagen um i'm seeing a lot of cookies and cream yeah you people you got the right idea um Oh, apple pie ice cream from Cold Stone. That sounds interesting. Actually, that sounds great. That sounds really good now that I think about it. Apple pie, yes. Um, Cherry Garcia. Oh, that's a Ben & Jerry's flavor. I know that. Yeah, that's good. Cotton candy. I feel like I have to be in the mood if I'm going to enjoy a cotton candy ice cream. Okay, so for the next question, this one's a little more controversial. I basically asked, what is your favorite Dorito flavor out of the OG flavors, nacho cheese and Cool Ranch? There is a correct answer, and the correct answer is Cool Ranch. I'm glad that 57% of people got that. I have to say, nacho cheese, I mean, it's good, but it doesn't really hit. I think Cool Ranch gives you that complex blend of flavors that you just don't get in nacho cheese, you feel me? I just... I think that it just needs to have a different kind of representation, you know? So Cool Ranch, that's the correct answer. Um, and then I asked, what snacks do you find addictive? Just because, you know, we're in this quarantine time and a lot of us are sadly gaining instead of losing weight on this time that we have at home. Um, so I just want to kind of get into the kind of snacks that we're all like trying, tearing off the grocery shelves every time we go for a grocery run. Um, did I say that word? Gro grocery? Grocery? Why did I say? Okay. Um, so we had chocolate chip granola bars. Okay. Um, hot cheese fries. Okay. Um, we have che Cheetos and Purple Doritos. Okay. Yeah. I will say it's kind of ironic. Um, 
per nacho cheese and cool ranch aren't actually my favorite flavors the green the dark green bag and the purple bag those are the best dorito flavors to me um so disclaimer um sour patch kids yep those are great lays barbecue chips with a little crying emoji the addiction is real um ooh, kettle chips specifically for me kettle jalapeno chips those are fantastic 100 recommend i have to co-sign that yeah kettle chips totally correct um amira said that so get amira some kettle chips from this interview um puff puff yeah the purple boom chicka pop that is really great we have wheat thins we have fruit snacks pizza rolls i feel like if i have to put it in the oven or cook it it's too much work that's a meal at that point um we have candy popcorn cheese it's yes extra toasty cheese it's 100 love to see it so yeah that was the best part of sides um so once again follow me on instagram at itsomololaa and let's get back into the interview um i think you have a really interesting perspective in that you are recognizing of course because mental health is your passion being a therapist and that's sort of your primary passion for your major and this podcast is sort of just exploring some people who their passion projects are like the primary thing mm-hmm. for them like we spoke to nadia and for her like her biggest passion is like dance yeah so like yes she's a international business major mm-hmm. but like for her if she could just focus on dance like that's a really big thing for mm-hmm. her and i think it's great to have another perspective like for you where it's this is something that my major and what my major is going to lead me to that's my passion mm-hmm. but then i also have something else that is going to give me that release and it's something else that i can put my creativity into and i think that um it's really great to sort of see those different perspectives mm-hmm. because a lot of people might think like if this is something that i kind of like better than my major should i pursue it mm-hmm. or if it's something that i don't like better than my major should i pursue it but you should do both like yeah. regardless of whether or not regardless of the importance it has Mm -hmm. like compared to your major like you should really do both so i think that's a really important thing to take away um so in regard to like hair and makeup Mm -hmm. what got you into that Mm, well my mother stopped doing my hair when i was like (laughs) middle school so youtube was where i went to figure out Mm. how to do my natural hair and i've always i don't know when i first started to get into makeup i want to say it was like I want to say it was middle school because I went to like a Catholic middle school, so we couldn't mm. have no makeup. I was like right. trying to put gold eyeshadow on, <laughs> so we couldn't see. So I think once I got into YouTube for hair to understand my hair, that's mm-hmm. when I was exposed to makeup. So like I would look at Jackie Ina oh, and like Jack- Aaliyah J and different people like that who were like really at beginning of their careers. Yeah. Um. And then after that, like as my years continue on. I just started doing makeup more and more and more. Like, I loved it. Like, for me, mm. makeup is like my, that's my sit down, relax, mm-hmm. a reflection. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. I love the creativity of it. I love that I can express myself. Mm-hmm. And it's literally for no one except myself. Right. And, I, and I know that's a perception for some people. Like, oh, you wear makeup. You be doing a full face. Who like, you who doing this for? for? Right. I'm like, I'm doing it for myself. <laughs> like, that's what I'm doing Afro it for. We all come in and be like, who you looking like? Who you looking like? <laughs> 
No, yeah. but literally, I enjoy it so much. Same thing with my hair. Like, one thing my parents will always say, I mean, you're always in the bathroom literally doing mm. hair and makeup. Like, that's, I get that. that's what it is. Um, but I really love it. And I think also being a black woman, like, that is a great way to express yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like being a black woman, it's, you're sort of put in this box of, like, you have to be this way, you have to be this yeah. way, you have to be strong, you can't be angry. Like, all these different things, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like hair and makeup was my way to express myself without having mm. any lim- limitations. And I didn't care what people thought. I was like, I'm I know I look good. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't need y'all to tell me. You True. know, I don't need to live in y'all box. I don't need to live what society tells me to do. Like, mm-hmm. and hair and makeup was that that place for me. And then just throughout the years, I've continue on to do it. Oh, nice, nice. So, sort of moving past now, um, you got into like so many grad schools, <laughs> which is like absolutely amazing. Thank God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that that's like a next step, especially mm-hmm. with your major. But looking onto like the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and thinking about like if you would get um i guess a little more serious mm-hmm. about the makeup or yeah. um beauty what do you see yourself doing with those kind of passion projects after graduation mm. so i sort of started my beauty page i actually have a whole beauty page do i use it all the time no but <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like i like to do crochet so like i offer like crochet uh styles if people mm-hmm. actually want to book and then i offer makeup styles like i'm still learning so like i'm not no I am not the, like the top MUA, like, <laughs> not like that. But um, I want to start doing services, to be honest, just to like try it out, see how yeah. I feel. Because I actually, after doing a few clients of doing their makeup and after seeing their reaction, I was mm. like, wow, <laughs> I understand why people do this. So fulfilling. It's so fulfilling. <laughs> like people are just so happy. They're like, thank mm. you so much. I really appreciate it. Like, I can't even believe this. I can't believe I look <laughs> like this. I'm like, yo, this is all you. It's yeah, just enhanced yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> so that part of it. And then also, um, I just want to start doing, I don't know if it's going to be IGTV series or YouTube, mm. whatever. But I think I'm just going to start taking the approach of just filming what I film Mm. and just like filming my life like the one thing is I definitely know I want to start this like whole grad school senior series just about my life and I think that's what's going to help me like be more consistent about my YouTube Mm -hmm. if I do stuff that's actually about my life Um, always you know include makeup and hair because that's what I love to do but I think um, just putting out videos that relate to what currently is going on in my life is what's going to help me stay consistent. So mm-hmm. either that's like posting more YouTube videos, posting IGTV videos, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's just my future, especially going to grad school. Like that's a whole nother perspective mm-hmm. of life I've never experienced. <laughs> and I have no idea what I'm doing still to this oh. day. So I feel like if I can at least document it and show people like, hey, like I'm just where you are. Or, like this is what I'm doing after this. And like you can mm-hmm. reach this goal we could reach this whatever you want to do i think that's a good way to do it too so i think that would just be my future just doing more of what's currently going on in my life but also including beauty and mm-hmm. hearing it as mm-hmm. well nice thanks so if you could say something to a student who wanted to just start a personal project start a youtube for themselves what would you say i would say just do it i would just say just know why you're doing it because it's going mm-hmm. to get hard it's going to get difficult and literally, if you are not truly passionate about it, either you're going to be making content you don't like mm-hmm. or you're making content that's not true to you. And then you're going to not get reach the people you thought you were going to reach. Yeah. So I would just say in everything that you do, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And if you're not doing it for the right reasons, then you change it up. You switch it up. Do what you need to do. But mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to lead you um through a path of success with 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 your passion project because if you don't have that passion behind it when you have to be up you have to be editing Mm -hmm. you have to talk to people you have to send emails that's gonna that's gonna really deter if you like really love this you really want to do this or you're just doing it just because yeah so i would say passion 
and then just do it. Nike should give me a sponsorship <laughs> because I'm just like, what would you say? Everybody's like, just do it. Just, I'm like, yeah, just do, just it. do it. Nike, Thank you. I hope you're listening. Nike, sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> so, um, any socials you want to drop? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a <laughs> so weird. Um, Instagram, I'm Arima Grace. Everybody's asking, like, what is Arima? Arima is my name spelled backwards. Mm. Arima Grace. Um, I think Twitter is Arima Grace, too. YouTube is Arima Grace. Um, my beauty page is Arima Grace Beauty, I believe, but it's on there. So if you find Arima Grace, you'll find the rest of me. I'll so tag yeah. it. I'll tag it. <laughs> you guys will find it. Um, and yeah, please follow Amira because she drops the gems like every two weeks. <laughs> you'll just get on her story and she'll be like, guys, like God has just been doing, and you're just like. Amira's really <laughs> dropping the gems tonight. And it'll be at like 12 a.m. You're like, okay. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thanks for being here, Amira. So this was Sides of the Best Part, and we'll catch you guys next time.